The DWA podcast is recorded live to SD card at the old Wrigley building in Santa Cruz, California. Driving while awesome podcast radio hour. <laughs> oh God. Yo, do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO Mellow Grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. Oh, this smells of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO, you only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No, beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> Damn it, I screwed it up. We know you enjoy the show, so come support us on patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome. You can support the show. And in turn, you also get other benefits. We've been doing some Patreon-only podcasts. We give early rally access. We have a dirt racing league, a bunch of other stuff over on Patreon. And when you sign up, we give you a free sticker pack, DWA sticker pack, with some exclusive DWA stickers that aren't available to the public. A lot of fun stuff over there, and it helps support the show. So cruise over to patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome, and we'd really appreciate it. This episode of the Driving While Awesome podcast is brought to you by radforsale.com, the only auction site entirely focused on the Radwood era. Have something to sell? They are now accepting your 80s and 90s cars, trucks, and motorcycles for auction on Rad for Sale. Have a Fox Body Mustang, Integra GSR, or Kawasaki Ninja? Those are great. They're also looking for excellent Radwood era parts and gear, like wheels, seats, apparel, ephemera, and more. So it's time to start going through the garage. Rad for Sale is a visually appealing and informative auction site with interesting and unique features while focusing completely on our favorite era of the automobile, the Radwood era. Join them at radforsale.com. Yeah. Yeah. Did yep. it, guys. We're yep, making yep. it happen. We're really good at that <sighs> podca- at this podcasting stuff. You know, we usually we talk for about an hour and then we start podcasting. I know, yeah. <laughs> dude. I'm <laughs> well, always tired of talking already. I'm like, uh, uh. most of it's like uh, housekeeping stuff, and then all of a sudden, of course, we naturally talk about car shit, and then we say, you know what? We should probably record this. This is like what we're supposed to be doing. Yeah, yeah we're in like right. gnarly like conversation slash argument mode, and like. And then we like worked it all out. And yeah. then we, like, yeah. we shook hands, everything. Yeah. So, dude, I, I think um, I mean, I mean, the listeners don't know this, but this is something we're pretty conscious about. Like it, we could be at like Morning Motors or something together. And if we start talking about something, we're like, no, let's save it. <laughs> you know, like we like yeah, to say yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Obviously, most of the conversation we have is pretty organic, but there are some things we do try to, to have good content for you guys out there you know well i think the worst is when we have a guest and i haven't seen him for a long time and i'm we'll be like so what are you up to like before we record yeah like, on the way to the studio or what have you what have you been doing oh really how's that car cool and then we're we're just what? all like okay just shut your mouth now yeah. no, talk, no <laughs> shut talking your mouth no when talking you talk to me yeah, yeah. yeah. No I picture, so by the way i picture um warren going to the studio he's like he's in his van again like doing the, the back and forth sawing at the wheel and then looking over oh yeah that's great you know like like total movie style no. where there's no song at the wheel. I like, and looking, looking over, ice. looking over for like 15 seconds at a time, which you know when they're uh, going straight. Like, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No headrests and no seatbelts. No, no headrests. Oh, yeah, no headrests. Of course. Of course. You got to have that, yeah. that angle, right? Uh, the classic bothers, bothers the me classic, so much because uh, it's always a Volvo too, and they have such a signature headrest. It's very they obvious. Take the headrests off. And I'm like, ah, you bastards. Yeah. Exactly. Uh-huh. All right. Welcome to Driving While Awesome. My name is Warren. I'm Lane. Uh, Mark. 
as if you didn't know what you were listening to, but now you do. Yeah. You're in. You're you stuck. Hey, you we have a new so... listener according to one of the questions, so there you go. We, we, oh, So we have to introduce cool. ourselves. We've got one. <laughs> nice. Killing it, dude. <laughs> um, all right, so we're, we're going to do questions, um, but, you know, a little teaser. We had a Morning Motors. Uh, there was a Formula One race. Um some rad for sale updates. What else do you guys have on your I have some down list? dates on my cars. My yeah, car. oh, Lane has a big down oh, date. Oh, fuck, yeah, a really big one. I have two yeah. down dates, but one was uh, worse than the other. And an update. Yeah. yeah. One was a down date update. Yeah, yeah, down date update. Oh, yeah. Okay. It, it was yeah. it was like 993 prices, right? It dropped for a bit, and then it's right yeah. back up to the top. Yeah. Higher than always. it's ever been. Higher than it's ever been. Better well, are your Vitaloni mirrors higher than they've ever been? <laughs> Oh, now he spoils oh, the teaser. Damn you, heart. Spoils you. the teaser. <laughs> Ruined it. <laughs> yeah. Right. Let's get into questions here, shall we? Um, all right. Right off the bat here, Pictures of Loud Noises says, do you believe in cars being cursed? If so, how do you remove any curses from a new car to you? Or a new to you car, I should say. Sage burning, holy water car wash. <laughs> yeah. Dude, if you can pull off a holy water car wash, that's that's the, really the way to go. Yeah. Our, uh, Lane, you're a really superstitious guy. What do you think? Oh, so superstitious, <laughs> man. Um, I, yeah, I don't Do you have any weird I'm superstitions? Not super, I'm not superstitious at all. What's so. your What's your superstition? Like, what do you... That's a good question. Do you uh, walk under, under ladders if you no. have a choice? I don't have any, despite only my... Um, Despite all my fears of spiders and heights that don't make yeah. sense, I'm not superstitious at all. So, how many spiders do you think you eat a year? Oh god, probably. Th- I don't know. What is it? Three to five or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's on the low end, folks. So we're like talking 30, baker's dude. dozen. They go after me, dude. They go after me hard. Yeah, hard in the paint. Um, in the paint. But yeah, I'm not superstitious oh. at all. So, not the pink. The paint. <laughs> <laughs> God, have you guys listened to Natalie Pinkman's podcast? No, um, you know who she is F one no. commentator. Uh, she has her own podcast. She's a, yeah. She dude, has, Lane goes so deep. I love it, I dude. You are a super fan. This uh, is great. Wait, so are, she has, which, she does other athletes and stuff, but she has a lot of um, she has a lot of F one people on. Oh, what's so it called? Do, I'll check it out. Uh, that's what I was going to bring up. Oh, it's called In the Pink. Oh wow! All right, all right. Which <laughs> is. <laughs> Pretty gnarly, dude. And well, she does no idea what that, like, Dan Ricardo was on a couple of years ago. And he's like, so, you know, in where I'm from, in the pink means something different. Yeah. And she's like, what What do you mean? And the kind of thing. Oh, shit. And it was just like, oh, well, you know, two in the, what, he's like, two in the... <laughs> <laughs> He's like one in the. You know, all right, like whatever. All right. By the way, Art's wearing a pink hat. So Hell this yeah. is I actually was, dude. I thought brand. she was owning it. Like I'm owning this pink hat. Um, that she was kind of owning the whole. You know, it was more of a feminist vibe, right? It's like no, dude. But um, I mean, interesting. I yeah, it's just like that's her last name, and yeah. So but, what was uh, on the podcast? Anyways, that was Nothing. my. I was just bringing up that. Oh, yeah. because of the pink. Gotcha. Yeah, no no yeah, superstitions yeah. though on the podcast. No uh, superstitions. Yeah. I'm but not, anyways, uh, I don't. Yeah, I, yeah I'm I not superstitious. I'm just like kind of OCD about alignment and certain things and whatnot. Um, but Lane, would you open up an umbrella in your living room? You're fine with that. Mm-hmm. Doesn't bother you mm-hmm. at all. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, no, I would totally right. do that. I've done it. I know. I'm, I'm trying to make it seem it. like it's a big deal. I'm trying to like. I'll <laughs> do it. <laughs> like, 
Uh, black cat. Would you ever, I'll, uh, I'll, I like I'll black say cats. whatever in front of a mirror, whatever you're supposed to say. Would you break a mirror? You know, mirror, 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 mirror yeah, would you wall, break a mirror? Whatever. Oh, would you break a Scirocco windshield? Oh, God. I've broken a Scirocco windshield, dude. <laughs> that's what. Yeah. See, that's why you have indoors all this, yeah. too. Indoors, indoors. Yeah. which is not easy to do. Yeah. No, I think that no. in your living room, dude, it's easy if you step on it. <laughs> I think yeah, that's exactly. what all this uh, bad luck on nine forty or the nine forty four is coming from. It stems from that Scirocco windshield smash, dude. It's uh, well, also oh. opening umbrellas in your house. Uh, no, no. Well, I mean, it all you know, ties together. I, I'd like to think that, you know, like religion and a lot of this stuff, a lot of it comes from there's a pragmatic uh, root to it. Right. Like at some point, yeah, eating shellfish was a really bad idea, you know, and um, so was walking under a ladder because there was no safety and people could fucking drop shit on your head, you know, and like so like, it, it, you know, but you know, the black cat thing plague, which is stupid. Right. right. Because, it, you know, I don't know. But um I don't know about car stuff, dude. I really don't have anything for cars. Um, I no, I don't yeah. either. I have a little again. I, think, I, was, uh, I have I have maybe I'll call it a tick. It kind of maybe it fits in here somewhere. It's somewhat related. Is oh, I that's always, really on brand though. I always yeah, put on <laughs> very brand. on brand, especially if you own an yeah. M twenty. Um, I always put the e brake down, even if it's already down. Like I check it. Like I I like I press again? the button and I push oh, it down. Oh, okay, gotcha, it's like, gotcha. It's a yeah. thing where I always triple check the the e brake for some reason. Oh, actually, mm-hmm. you know what I do, and it's a the same kind of thing. It's like a tick because I've had cars where the clutch where the slave cylinder went out and the clutch is like kind of sticks, mm-hmm. you know. I'm I'm always like checking by pulling the clutch up. Oh, you pull it up. Interesting. With my toe. Like I'm like so I'll be driving and I'm I feel like I probably do it every time I drive the car. Like and I'll oh, just weird. check and I'll be like, "Oh yeah, it's good." Damn, like huh? down the, the like out. down the road or at a stoplight or I guess just like down the road, I guess or something. We should put a camera yeah. on your foot and there on your footwell and like yeah. you probably do And I'll just kind of do a little non-stop. I'll put it behind. <laughs> yeah, and do a little you know, wow. tap tap. I've never done That's an interesting one. Well, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Well, I was born on Friday the thirteenth, so I have no superstitions. Dope. I'm oh, just, wow. I'm all superstitious. By the way, I, yeah, I, but I know that uh, oh, sorry, uh, Kevin at AutoWorks Detailing has a uh, has a superstition package. Um, it includes a clay bar and <laughs> a vacuum. Oh, there you go. So <laughs> I don't know if that's true, but I think I'll hook you up. Um, all right, let's see here. Dont three twenty. If you could. Re- reorder your car from the factory in your dream configuration what would it be include exterior interior options and any funky things like sunroof etc so if you could reorder your 944 or your e30 mine's pretty easy i mean it's you know mtech i don't know what was available mtech 2 in 89 um and i would go cloth inserts there's not really too much different from that in my car I like a sunroof. That's about it. You know? Mm. I mean, what else what else is there? Like wheel choices weren't amazing. Uh yeah. yeah. MTech MTech too though, uh, you know, bumpers and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Get the yeah. ones. Yeah. That's tough. Um, yeah, because I. How about yours? You, you were definitely sticking to OEM, right? Like it couldn't be like AC right. Schnitzer. You're reordering or, it. Yeah. You're reordering you're it. Like re-ordering I couldn't go it. Alpina. Yeah. Could you not go Alpina though? I mean, that was a factory. Didn't they work with factories or no? Not at that point. Yeah, I didn't they, see were, they were pretty independent thing. at that point, right? So mm-hmm. yeah, it would just be if I was going to the dealership to order this car in 1989, yeah. an E30. What would it be? I might go Salmon Silver. I've talked about that before. 
Yeah, I'd go salmon silver. From silver to silver is what you're saying. Uh, gray, yeah. thank you very much, <laughs> to silver. Silicon Valley silver. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, kind of along the same lines, dude. I mean, I would do like the MTEC stuff. I would get cloth interior. Um, I would do no sunroof, though. Thank you very much. Um, of course. Slick top. And I would order the uh-huh. ZHP-ish knob they had. <laughs> get out of here. Get the fuck out of here. You get factory floor mats? Factory yeah. floor mats. Um, I already have them. I have factory floor mats. I'm trying to think. And there was like, yeah, I wonder, like there's sound a bunch of system? accessories too, right? Oh, you can probably. Yeah, Warren, well, my, you don't my, have the good sound system, right? Or Warren doesn't. Yeah. Right? yeah, well, all there was was the premium, which I mean, I would definitely go with that, but it's not that much better. Did Was there a sport, sport seat? Like. Could I have gotten like no. the uh, Chicoto no. M3 seat and steering wheel? Like, was there anything different? There was. Mm-hmm. Those were different, but not. That w- it's not something that you could have gone for your car. Like, because the Evo. Remember, like the Evo seats are basically. Yeah. They're like Recaro SR3s or something, and like that. Right. Those are rad. Uh, I didn't know if you could like, whatever they call it, special wishes or fucking. No, it's like make hey, a wish I, program. Yeah, I don't think so. It's like I'm gonna put E30 M3 flares on my car too. You know, it's like. I, I don't know. <laughs> exactly. And they're pretty like unique to those cars different. different all right lane how about you uh i would just do mine didn't come with a sport package so i would do sport package mm-hmm. um i don't know that's about it i guess you would keep your so, sunroof dude, sick i do that's a that's a point of because i do like the sunroof when i take it off but i'd never take it off uh <laughs> And and uh, I did. That was we had one back in the day without a sunroof, and I always thought that was really cool. So I, I'd probably go no sunroof, which means I would do like a European delivery, I guess. Uh, that's um, cool. And uh, but but yeah, I don't. There wasn't that many options. I do LSD from the factory, and so many cool cloth patterns, for, though, right for for your car. No, window? not in '85. Oh, not back think, then. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Maybe in Europe, I could get like that tweed. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know that tweed cloth, yeah. which is really dope, and the sport seats came with it. Yeah. So, but I don't know if that was an option in '85. It, it might have just been '80. It was. Remember that option. brown one that we're we're trying to get on RFS? Was that like, an '80? A later one? That was an early car. Yeah, it was an '84, I think, even, and it had '84, and it had the uh, tweed brown tweed interior. Yeah, but I don't know if it. I wonder if that carried over to '85 because oh, I knew '83 yeah. had it. 82 and the ones that were made in 82 but mm-hmm. i didn't know but yeah if i could i would do that that kind of like there's a really cool like gray tweed um dark gray tweed and then nice. i i would go guards red dude i could nice I, Dang, stick dude. Into it. oh yeah the color we didn't choose color i would choose i forget what it's called it's that it, it looks like estrel but it's more purple and it came in um in the in, in e30s both alpina and non alpina cars had it but what the hell is it yeah. called what is that called Mo- i want to say it's like mod or something yeah i can't remember but mm. it's like a yeah it's like a very pale pearly bluish purple it's not daytona it's not techno no yeah yeah shit i can't remember it's something different not yeah it's in between like daytona and avis something like that um okay big fat flip says is it weird that i'm restoring my steelies and plastic hubcaps on hashtag project Monica instead of getting aftermarket wheels. Are there any OEM parts you oddly prefer over any aftermarket options on your project cars? I don't think that's weird at all. I think that's awesome. Um, and you can always have two sets of wheels too, if you want like rally wheels because yeah. hubcaps will fucking fought, like pop off instantly. So, um, 
that's not a frowned upon thing. But I, I think it's pretty. I think it's pretty odd, dude. To restore really? hubcap with plastic hubcaps, I'm, but I mean it's so easy. Like that's not a hard thing to do. But just buy some RPF ones, dude. Just like fuck it, you know. dude. Come Unaccurate on, accurate like that. You like those know, plastic but, hubcaps? Well, I think uh, just having the originals in good nick is a nice move. Hmm. Yeah, I, and I, also, it'll be a very rare thing to see one without RPF ones or fucking. Uh, but it just doesn't look good. It doesn't look good. So, how dare you? I mean, first of all, how dare you? <laughs> Second of all, Steely's. I mean, get, uh, I, two I sets. Know, two sets. I'd rather see the Steely's painted powder coated silver and not have the hubcaps, I guess, or something. I don't know. Th- those are just so gross. Those plastic hubcaps. Uh, big fat flip. Poverty spec. Poverty uh, spec. <laughs> Can you guys hear me? Um. Art is having audio issues. I think. Can you can you hear us, Art? No, he's Art. Out. Art's not because he's he's wireless, dude. He, he goes wireless. Goes he's like high tech why. guy. Yeah, I know. It's too yeah. bad. Um, but uh, and you know he has such a strong opinion on this too. Of course he's he does. He's so bummed. It's an Acura, it's, dude. We're talking about Acura as an Art kit. Can you hear me? Are you there? Yeah, yeah. Yes. All right. I have. I, I had to switch fucking Bluetooth headsets. Um, I should have just gotten my wired one. Um, but, um, yes. So did you hear the question? So bummed. Acura. Yeah, I heard that. So, um, God damn it. Did it just fucking die again? Can you guys hear me? We can hear you. All right. Good. Um, it's just, I just hope the mic isn't picking it up, but, um, yes, I've done something just like he's describing. So the, the 89, 90 and 91 civic SIs came with these really cool hubcaps that I really like. And, um, on one of my, my civics, you know, it was, pretty built, you know, with, you know, engine suspension and everything. And it was, um, you know, a non SI, but I put the SI hubcaps on it. It was, uh, the 14 inch ones and, um, just a nerdy thing because they're specific to those cars. And I think they look cool. It's kind of a sleeper style deal. Um, there's also a really cool set of hubcaps that, um, Acura and, um, that, that same generation that he has came with that they're like a swirl, um, I don't know what the hell they're called, but um, they're way more popular in Japan, and we uh, they were an option for us here, and they're very, very rare. Um, but I know the question was likely not just uh, hubcap-related. It was any weird shit, right? Yeah, so what on your car uh, that's, that's, you know, maybe a boring OEM piece that you want in good nick? Hmm. Good boring, shape, boring. and so you're willing to, to actually restore now, right? and... and keep it that way this is like um, keeping uh u.s bumpers when you have an opportunity to get euros yeah and, right uh, being like yeah i like the u.s that's one. a weird ass yeah and people the like them ones. <laughs> which is bizarre yeah I, I know uh but yeah his by the way to go on record his hubcaps are not cool looking they're not cool looking okay but i like that he's making them as nice as he can okay for project monica oh the ones that he has uh, are horrible uh, I, i'm sorry uh um, yes <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. I, I'm I, w- I would recommend great. that he I gets the, the swirly ones that I'm describing because they look. They actually look sets. cool. Here, I'll, I'll send it to you guys. Um, two sets. I have no of idea what they're wheels. called, but um, I think it's an improvement, and they're also sort of like kind of a rare, cool JDME thing that you know only nerds would know about. JDME. Um, I mean, I feel like most of my cars are pretty. I, I want to preserve a lot of the OEM stuff. Um, for example, I had to replace uh, front. Uh, turn signal on my Mighty Max, and I was really hesitant to go with the aftermarket part. 
um, because I know that judging for that stuff at the concourse gets pretty, pretty <laughs> yeah. tight. So, yeah. but eventually I, I relented and I went with the, uh, the newer style and it actually works pretty well. It's got some amber in it. Um, so I didn't lose the amber, which is important. And, uh, you know, I'll let you know how the quail goes, but other than that, it's, um, mm-hmm. it's feeling pretty good. That's cool. I do a, a mighty max update for later too. So, I'll, Oh yeah. Uh, Dang, I'm looking forward to that one. <laughs> 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 All right. Um, Chaycor says, if your project cars were a type of ice cream, what would they be? And why would it be fish food? Dude, Chaycor, you have fish food out there? It would be fish food because we all love the band Fish. And you, how'd you uh, know that? Dude, I'll get down with some fish food. I used to go hard at the uh, Ben and Jerry's, but it's been a while. I don't, I don't gone uh, mm. down that road in a you know, our, friend, our mutual friend Pablo would always go hard in the paint on some fish food, dude. In the paint He'd or be, paint? The paint. He oh, would be okay. like, Lane, let's go to 7-Eleven right now. Let's go get some fish <laughs> it food. It was so easy, <laughs> dude. It was just like a pint. <laughs> it was like four bucks. Just crush it. Yeah. Oh, I have a good one. I think um, Warren's car is vanilla Swiss almond. Okay. Which is my favorite, one of my favorite ice creams. It's, vanilla it's Swiss a, almond. Yeah, so it's not like vanilla is like, like that would be the most stock hubcap Honda Civic, right, or whatever. Right. Mm. Warren's is like Warren's is like, oh, I'll take the vanilla, but it's like really good vanilla, and then I'm gonna throw in some chocolate covered almonds, fucking spice it up a little bit. So he's Warren's car is like lowered a little bit. Uh-huh. You know, it has like mm. sport seats out of a different whatever. But no one really notices it. Yeah, it's it's, but kinda... it's but it's like looks good and it's like lower and you have spacers and stuff. It's like it's there's fine. little things there, but you can't. And that's vanilla Swiss almond to me. It's like it's an undercover. Like it's like undercover. You're like, well, wow, that's this is really fucking good. But you know, it's not just. Yeah. It's it has a little bit of something going yeah, on. Yeah, little not even. I think yours yeah. lane would be. Uh, Pralines and dick. Fuck. <laughs> what? <laughs> I've never had that. Is it good? <laughs> That's from Wayne's World. <laughs> and then they edited it for the TV. It was Jamoka Almond Idiot. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, pralines uh, and dick. Um, yeah. are, what about you? You got a vanilla ice cream car already because it's white. I do, I but right off the bat. so w- with Lane's, it doesn't necessarily have to be Ben and Jerry's, right? Like, um, like I was thinking more of like no, uh, it's no. not. It, I picked Hagendas. Oh, Hagendas. So. Okay, oh, yeah. so I'm thinking his is like sort of like a dragon fruit. It's like because it's got like the the bright red with like the yellow fog lights. It's like a it's like a very flavorful car. Oh, you're going like straight <laughs> up on <laughs> color. Yeah, yeah. It's not it's not spicy. We're we're we're, we're, uh, it's, uh, we're it, going at this in different ways. Like yeah. by, by the way, word. Lane, that's isn't that your favorite ice cream? Is dragon fruit? Dude, never heard. Sherbet. Of it. Never, isn't it? Like, there's got to be a never sorbet, right? It. A dragon fruit sorbet. That, does that count? Is that not ice cream? <laughs> oh, for no. sure, dragon fruit sorbet. No, that's cr- what I was thinking. Uh, yeah, always. Yeah, it's always my go-to when I go to the ice cream shop. Yeah, dude. You guys don't go to the fancy places. Uh, I do. No, we don't. There's got to be like, or like a like me. a very flavorful bright red gelato or something too. Like, what else could it be? Dragon fruit. <laughs> it's, it's all color. Yeah, a, it could be. Um, yeah, <laughs> the classic. Beat. I mean, you got to go start with dragon fruit. That's the classic, and then you move your way down to strawberry ice cream. <laughs> That's right. Yep. All right. Unusual. Unusual. Tom Jones says, if you could drive home in any other car from the last morning motors, what would it be? Even if for just a test drive on your local loop. Greg brought a an amazing 993 roof. Uh, what is that? A Turbo R? I don't even know what the Whoa, model it Bentley is. Bentley Turbo, yeah, Turbo R. R. 993. Un, 
Um, is it a turbo R? I don't know. Yeah, what it's it, a turbo R. Is it? Yeah. I thought it was. A, um, isn't it like a, a right? Yeah. Is it really? Anyways, nine nine three roof turbo, uh, black on black, and it is absolutely stunning. It's uh, perfect in basically every way. Uh, even the alarm works. We found out, but um, yeah, I tried to re- I, I tried choice. to film him, dude. I was I, this is how ridiculous the situation is. I went to try to like make a video of him like blowing it with the alarm going off. I watched you, and, yeah. and then my freaking phone says my <laughs> my hard drive was full, and I'm like, shit, fail, dude. Like I, oh, I totally fucked, cool. sucked. Yeah, so at least you didn't hit record and then do a whole movie and then look down and it never started. That's always fun. Oh, the good old photo. Yeah, yeah. that's true. So we're yeah, just I'll taking it home for the day? Is that what it is? Or doing your our test loop. Yeah. Yeah, Turbo R is pretty epic. I mean, dude, thing. it would be hard for me to not pick that Ferrari 250 GT just to go on a little drive-in. I know it's not the best car for, like, our test right. loop or West whatever. Cliff, but Westcliff would be cool. Yeah, right? that would be a cruise around town, maybe do a little drive up north or something. That's almost a better car to park and then look back at. Mm-hmm. thing is so rad that front end so is cool great. Yeah, yeah i just love the the, the the proportions too it's like the really long front rear with the little cab like you know it's it's so cool yeah um yeah, yeah i um yeah. i definitely would want to like you know drive something up in the, up in the hills there um and the, uh, the turbo r is the easy answer I, I was trying really hard to think of something 360 else. cs 360 There's cs also that is right up there, that but it's too perfect. low dude that 360 cs wouldn't wouldn't be able to manage it was a lot so of stuff low up there. yeah it was slammed right like that's not stock right yeah, I don't think it might so. be like full race, like dropped on the bottom setting or something. Oh, it might be. Full How about race, MFI but... Carrera? MFI Carrera is amazing. Or, yeah. yeah, that's probably my, one of my top that, three. That Lotus Cortina cars. was so freaking perfect. Is that um, whose car was that? It wasn't Cortina oh, freak. Oh, okay. I thought it was him, but it was not. Okay, uh, yeah, it was perfect. I mean, a fresh restoration or paint job and interior is just like spotless that so seems like I, it would actually be really cool. fun for our roads that thing um yeah i think so too yeah. it'd be fun to give that one a go but uh hard to pass up the perfect 993 roof for me but uh, there's so much cool shit i mean i would say um i can safely say it was the best cars and coffee on that date in the world <laughs> on that date <laughs> i haven't seen any others come through <laughs> yeah uh, i'm not gonna claim it's the best anywhere but i'm, pr- I'm trying to picture all the roads with cars and like you know <laughs> trying to like a I know yeah your mind goes through them all yeah right? uh there's an m3 you know e36 m3 lightweight um there was Navi's uh Haku yeah it's got a weak ass uh, yeah. motor though that would be a bummer like I didn't realize that he was like I thought he was joking because he's like yeah uh, he's like yeah dude it doesn't have any power because it's like the base model you know um but it has oh. like the GTR looks and I'm like, what is it, like an L20? He's like, yeah. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> so it's like a little two liter. He's, and he's like, yeah, it has a single downdraft side uh, carburetor. And um, oh, it makes like 75 horsepower. And I'm like, are you serious? I'm like, I'm like, what? are you joking? Like, is it more like 120? He's like, no, like 75 horsepower. I'm like, holy shit, it really <laughs> is super slow. Um, wow. Yeah, cruiser. It's a cruiser. Yeah. But he, and he does have plans, of course, uh, to do something cool. Um, I'm going to go with the Cortina for our roads. Good choice. Yeah. Cool. Good choice. Lane, did you pick yeah, I uh, picked the, Ferrari? the Ferrari? Okay. Ferrari it is. All right. Forrest Kugelworks says, all right, my rad dads, give me your sage advice for a rad dad to be. He needs a infant toddler car seat recommendations, kid-friendly wagon mods, uh, New Balance versus Brooks versus Hoka dad shoe ratings, uh, napping while awesome. Let's go. Dude, Forrest, congrats. I know it's probably here any minute. I don't know his yeah, due date. Yeah, it has to be here soon, right? Um, it's funny, I, I don't know if I mentioned this on the podcast, but I was driving home from 
Watsonville or something on a busy day, like a Sunday, and we were stuck in traffic. And up ahead, I see the Kugel Works Sprinter van. Oh. I'm like, oh shit! And so cool. we pulled up next to each other on the highway and give the little shouts little out, shaka. and then kept yeah. on cruising. Yeah, nice. But um, this is funny. He mentions Hoka's, so I was just, I was just looking at these shoes. Do you know what they are? No, no. Hoka's. They're I think they were they started as marathon running shoes. They have a sole that's like. They look like a New Balance like running shoe, but their sole is way thicker. And now they have all these crazy bright colors and stuff. They're very loud, H-O-K-A. And uh, I was looking at them. I'm like, God, I kind of want a comfortable shoe for Radwood events. And like we're on our feet for fucking 12 hours uh, for days on end. And um, and they also have these bright colors and stuff. I'm like, I'd probably find something. The next day, like I had like something in a car shopping cart online. The next day, across the street, my neighbor is seventy, rolls up in the Hocus. <laughs> oh shit! Well, uh, I gotta take a, so I'll you take had to order book. them, right? No, I never, <laughs> I never ordered them, but I, I wanted to. I'm just gonna say that I, I want to like them, but I didn't. I couldn't pull the trigger. Yeah, there are no Onasuka Tiger Sharks. Oh hell no, dude. Um. Yeah. All right, so I think. Uh, Car seats, uh, we went with like the configurable one that you, that'll turn into a, you know, it goes from forward facing, rear facing, forward facing, and then do a booster down the road. Yep. I don't yep. know what it's called. A Chico fucking. Chick-fil-A? Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. f- like, I think it's like flex fit or. Yeah, do you have the Italian one? If I knew. The, by the, Yupong. The peg Perego? kick me in the, the nuts if I knew because that would mean I'm not. Yeah, my brain is not working. I, um, I I think they're all. I mean, I don't know. From what I've seen, we've had a bunch of them because Heidi, my wife, ran a little daycare for a little bit and stuff. But uh, we so we've had a bunch of them. I feel like they're all kind of the same. But um, one trick I will give you is get a car seat and then get a couple bases. So if you have several cars, just keep a base in each car, mm. and then you can just easily then you just go and it clicks in, and you don't have to worry about like you know, putting the thing in every time you go for a drive, you just yeah. move, you know, you have the carrier and then have one that meets matches up with your stroller. So it, the whole booster, th- it, you pull it out of the car and it clicks onto a stroller. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty convenient. And we have, we have Ours a, is a that's Graco. Oh, Graco. Yeah. Graco. Graco is like, yeah, yeah it's, it's, like it's, standard. it's a pretty standard one. Yeah. I have a peg Perego, which is like an Italian one. Um, it is the safest one. Um, so if you care about that, Ruben had asked me and he actually done some research. Um, Recaro's are really bad. Like, unfortunately, um, I wanted a Recaro for Amelia. This was our, my five-year-old and when she was born and dude, the, the, the ratings are so bad. It's, it's really terrible how they, how they break apart and stuff in accidents. So, um, I would stay away from those. Um, but what Lane says definitely is, is a good call. Um, the, the peg prego that we have is, is all of that. It basically, it, it goes from, it's like the basket handled thing for when they're ba- little infants, clicks into a base and then it turns around, you know, when, when you want to go forward facing and then also you click, it goes into a stroller and that's, that's huge just to streamline all that shit. Cause it's such a pain in the ass to remove and install seats, <laughs> which you'll find out about soon. Yeah. Well, and to <laughs> move your kid from one space to the other, right? Yeah. You want to move the whole basket. Like, totally. So right. if they're sleeping in the car, when you get somewhere, you just want to pull them, you know, the whole thing out. You don't want to unstrap them and go through all that. And Richard, kind of stuff. Richard Chen brings up a good point is that a lot of these the new seats have um, a tether that goes mm-hmm. over the back. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did have to modify our van again for that. I put an eye bolt in 
and uh, it clicks right in. So it wasn't for the Vanagon, it was super easy because it had like a metal frame on the jump seat. Mm. But um, I don't trust the old seatbelts uh, as much, you know. They, like my BMW takes a while to like lock, you know. It just isn't as as secure feeling. So check that on your old cars. But I yeah, think, all the modern cars have them down right where the seat would fold those iso fix yeah spots, it has all yeah. the, the hard mounts right which there are, so. which are great yeah and then uh do you guys have any um shoe recommendations nope um try to find the plainest white new balance looking shoes you can find that's what you want it's nike monarchs yeah. or yeah, monarchs or with the, with ideally with an orthopedic <laughs> sole if you can if you can yeah <laughs> and shout out to Vandalay Industries for orthopedic flip flops. Oh yeah, dude, I saw those things. I'm like, what are you trying to boost your height up, dude? Like what? It's like two Shouts inch out. soles, dude. Uh, my only advice for new dads is take a lot of little videos when they're very little and uh, just starting to turn into humans because uh, you will thank yourself later. It feels like you have a lot until you're, you know, a year or two in, and then you can look back at those and they're cool. Yeah, and so, when they're bigger, you yeah. take bigger videos. When they're little, you yeah, take yeah, big videos. videos. Yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah. only want little videos for littles because mm-hmm. they're not doing much. Right. But uh, yeah, uh, Ben Rogat says, "What's the proper punishment if you catch someone keying or otherwise fucking with your car?" No I murder. Um, Be- beheading is that one? Nah, I no. like I like you want them to you want them to know that they fucked up. So I like a cleaver to the wrist, maybe like maybe remove that <laughs> arm or hand. Um, that's probably. A good I was one. thinking like a good curbing. That's always fun. Oh, <laughs> I'll go with uh, teeth on bamboo. the curb and a kick kick be you know on the back of the head. Yeah, American History X or whatever. Yeah, or whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> or what have you. Uh, I'm going to go bamboo shoots up the fingernails. Ah, oh, I like it. It's a classic. That's a classic. classic. Everyone yeah. loves that one. Yeah. Uh, Richard Chen says, so far EVs have all have had, I'm sorry, have all have had the same driving feel what, just about. What had happened How was... would you go about giving them character? How would you give <laughs> EVs character? Okay to sacrifice practical attributes like range. Yeah. I think um, I, I want to see a, the simulated uh, manual transmission. Yeah. Like, well, le- even uh, if it's like Tiptronic style where you, you you have a gate and you're shifting through it without a clutch or something. But every think. time you hit the gear, it does something, right? Like, yeah. you put it into gear and it actually makes a... a you want rev drop also is what you're saying. It's like, you want like the... Like a, I don't know. I kind of do. I just yeah. want some... I want some... Like, eight, like I know that's not... It's how about a like stupid thing, right? It's all kind of dumb. No, no, I like, think that's good. That's touch point stuff. Like, how about every time you put it in a drive, it's not a button. It's like a, a ratchety. That would be great. Kind of gate. But all ratchety like gate. modern automatics are lacking that, right? Right. Or a right. lot of but them. I, th- I think you're getting to that point where you need mechanical Engagement. analog feel wherever you can. Yeah. So like the the T25, you know, supercar that's coming out has all the buttons and and switches are very mechanical like an old yeah. stereo or something um yeah i think that's a that's a good to call the shifter i mean a manual actual manual shifter would be so fun even With if it a- was just a computer program right yeah um yeah i don't i don't think the the piped in sound does it for me um i've seen some reviews where people are claim that some are better than others and for me i'm just like get it out of here yeah a lot of times it's like piped out sound too because it's a it's a safety safety thing so it's like so you know it's like so i like they're actually pretty alarming dude there's like i think it's a toyota rav4 the electric or one of those 
Like I was at the harbor the other day and one started up and when they go into reverse, they make the loudest like whoosh noise. And it's enough to like where you kind of like jump and look and look over like, what is that? Uh, So I feel like it's a little too aggressive. How about uh, speaking of aggressive, the backup noise from an Amazon Prime van? What do those make? Have you heard that? Speaking of aggressive. (laughs) Probably. Dude, it's a weird noise. The gray I don't know if it's just in our region or what, but uh, it sounds like um, grinding gears and it just kind of repeats. It's not loud. It's just this weird kind of buzzy grinding noise. Mm-hmm. Lane, do you remember that one time when we were going to watch Formula E? <laughs> yeah, I know. So I'm I actually... Tried, dude. I, like the whole season? Uh, yeah, the whole season. Yeah. We were like, yeah, let's just... We're going to try it. Um, dude, I, I, um, I'm I trying to find out if they have gears still because they used to have gears. Um, huh. and, uh, I still don't understand the. I don't I still don't understand Formula E at all. I'm like, like, dude, there was literally. I was watching highlights from one of the races, and like the top, like, the top three guys, like, didn't even fin- finish the race because they ran out of batteries at the end. It was like so stupid. <laughs> That's awesome. And it's all dude, about real like, drama right there. Yeah. All right, no more, so no more multi gears, and this makes perfect sense. I know we're we're talking about you know just making it more engaging like in general but like so as these cars blah, 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 they have a strong torque output the need for a multi-ratio gearbox to multiply the torque is not required so they all move to one gear after at some point i guess after season three maybe that's the thing it's not required so like them doing that is a pure enthusiast it would be a just for, for engagement enthusiast space yeah. car as an engagement it's yeah. like it has nothing to do with practicality if anything it would hurt the range and it would hurt you know the it would it's more moving parts that they don't need and probably more weight because you're adding gears and stuff. So it's like, I don't know. There's a lot of negatives doing that kind of stuff, but if you're looking at a way to make like a fun sports car in the future. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Like what if you could, if you had a shifter and when you downshifted, it increased the resistance, you know, it, it changed the mode. So when you downshift, all of a sudden the battery resists that much harder uh, initially. Or regen. Yeah. Thank you. If you had, yeah. I don't know, something something to do with that, where it wouldn't have to be more parts per se, but you're like engaging a different mode every time you hit that shifter. Yeah, yeah one thing, I think uh, once battery technology, like uh, charging technology is better, where you can like charge a battery maybe in 10 minutes or something like that, um, it'll be neat to see smaller batteries, cars with less range that are lighter weight, and then you're getting in, you know kind of going towards right. that like analog thing where you know maybe it will only go 100 miles on a charge but if we ride up run up to alice's they'll have a chargers there and you could charge in in 10 minutes or something or five minutes let's you know hopefully or something like that so it doesn't really right. matter and the mm-hmm. car will be able to be i don't know 2800 pounds or something that's you know? the thing yeah the weight yeah. weight is a good call lane i mean just in, like if we can get it down like if we can get down to like at least weight right like at that point mm-hmm. all right like the like the drivetrain you can ma- have compromises there but if you have it where it's like super go-karty and like very very yeah. nimble and 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 if we could tack on the the, the shifting somehow like or make it so that it is as you said or maybe warren is warren's describing it you almost like yeah for downshifting you add regen you shift down that's pretty cool yeah. um like that's a way to do that yeah yeah maybe the whole body is a battery a very well, thin battery I mean, yeah it could oh. yeah that could be a thing dude then you crash into it and, it and then you get someone keys your car and it like 
fucking ruins all the connections because <laughs> exactly it rains <laughs> once. Well, we're yeah. like the, it doesn't like lithium explode or something or some shit. It's like it bursts, right. so it'd yeah. be like you sure. it and it like burns their hand off. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Uh, Miata Marine says, "How many quote unquote normal cars were at the last Morning Motors?" I've become hesitant to bring my rinky-dink Econobox hatchback because I feel thoroughly out of my league. Despite putting as much effort and money my poor ass can dump into it, I'm afraid to show it off since it seems like every single car brought to the meet is Radwood-worthy nowadays. What's his car? Yeah, bring it. Who cares? I don't... Yeah, no. He drives <laughs> a Yugo. He says a hatchback. No, Dude, a Yugo would be no, rad. We'd put it front and center. His, his account is uh, private, so I couldn't tell you. Oh. Huh. But, I mean, dude, there's so many normal cars there. Bring it. That's what Cars and Coffee is awesome about. I mean, it could be a brand new car off the showroom, which no one, you know, it's not like a special significant car, or it could be that Ferrari 250. So Cars and Coffee is all about bringing whatever you got. Or my shit box or like whatever. It's like, dude, look at Lane's. Normal cars, dude. Doesn't even wash it. Bring bring what you brung. (laughs) Bring what you brought. brought Yeah, display what (laughs) you brung. everything. Yeah, I do. Bring what you brought. I like it. Actually, he said, I'm a little disappointed hatchback, that he's even claiming shit box is all we know, right? Do we know what brand? Box hatchback. Um, bring it out. Don't worry about it. I mean, if you're really insecure about it, park it on the street, and then you could, you know, meet another fellow shitbox owner and say, "Hey, that's mine over there." Um, or if you really, or you or, slowly move it closer. You know, you pull like you're like, oh, okay. Or no, just park you know, it next to the 250 GT, and it'll be a great juxtaposition. <laughs> <laughs> we love, yeah. yeah, exactly. We love juxtaposing um, different. Does cars, that magazine so. still exist? By the way, do you guys remember With the Z? I have, no, I have no idea. Uh, Pedal commute says so. People size up on tires, but what about sizing down? Looking at Fredestein Sprint Classics for the Vanagon 14-inch wheel. Whoa. Um, I I don't know, man. Sizing down, so what, like a 185 rather than a 195 or something? Or I was guess so. Or I thought it was, or is I it, it's not a diameter right. that he's talking about? Because he said 14s. Um, I don't think that's the right tire for that for that van. Redistine those Classics are pretty heavy, also pretty heavy cars, yeah. and I think you're gonna just chew those tires apart. And on top of that, like, what are you using your van for? Don't you want to be able to go on a a Dewey Meadow? Because in my experience, I almost got stuck in a Dewey Meadow when we first bought the van. They were just on some. Uh, old Michelin street tires and um, we got stuck. So I would recommend a more aggressive uh, all-terrain-ish tire unless you're like only on streets and, and roads, roads. But it's also a very weird look? look. Like, I mean, the Sprint Classics are like an old tire. A right? rounded, yeah, yeah the, they're like a rounded uh, vintage tire. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know, Pedal Commute. One thing also I will pedal. say, I just looked up Vanagon weight. They're not that heavy, dude. How much they oh, weigh? what is it saying? It's saying um, right here on the Samba, they're saying um, two-wheel drive GL weighs 3,600 pounds. Hmm. Yeah. And then a Westie's I mean, 4,200. And then they're saying like light, the early ones, like a T2, like they're 3,075 pounds. Right. I guess the idea is like Vanagon's usually have four people and all their shit. And it's, you know, it's like. I mean, same with any stuff, whack, like, co- I know, but, yeah. Classic, but yeah, you're talking I would about, look like, into it, though, like, I mean, Alfa uh, Romeo, the lo- yeah, low rating is, because, I mean, those tires are supposed to be for sporty, like, 60s and 70s yeah, yeah. cars, so, like, um, yeah, you at least want to go with the Sprint, uh, what, what are the, or, what are the other ones, like, the 80s Jajaro style ones, right? Oh, yeah, the Redestines? Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, the that's a different yeah different tire altogether. I don't know if they have them anymore though. Like, cause remember they don't make the fourteen anymore. My dad just got them for his Volvo in fifteen inch. Oh, 15. Maybe they're okay. back. Maybe fifteen's yeah. an option. One ninety five, sixty fifteen. I want to say. I huh. forgot. Or whatever the stock wheel size is for a Volvo Turbo, eighties Volvo Turbo. Um, Lars Brunkhorst says, what's your favorite, or I guess least favorite, why the hell did they design it like that? Uh, case in point, E46 M3 shifter bushings, which take maybe five minutes to replace once you have it out, require you remove the exhaust, heat shielding, and the effing drive shaft to access. Wow. That's a fun one. Yeah. That's gnarly. Uh, how about, um, having to unbolt your motor mounts and jack up your engine to change your spark plugs? That's pretty oh. stupid. I love that one. Yeah. How about uh, removing the front wheel uh, fender liner, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, to replace a battery in like a GM SUV, like the midsize? I can't remember which oh, one. Oh, is that is. right? Really? Yeah. How about yeah. Like having a- to remove your um, your wheel, your fender liner, and all the shit that's in that area to get to a bulb? Remember the Citroen, whatever that was. It's like right, it's like yeah. a forty-five minute job to replace a bolt because oh, dude, let's not <laughs> even Lawrence go Lexus. Lawrence Lexus was like super tough for that, right? Oh, the light bulb. So there's a Replacing control the headlight arm. or something. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, for sure, headlight bulbs are a pain in the ass. Um, control arm bushings on an RX three thirty uh, in the actual work manual. It says to remove the engine to do it. But everyone just pushes it aside, you know, like you undo the motor mounts and you jack it over. But mm-hmm. yeah, over. it's like you jack it over, but it's like a 15 hour job or whatever um, book time. But no one does it that way. So, dude, so those are cool. The um, I, I just recently replaced a battery in my in-laws 2017 Mini Cooper S. Uh, it's about an hour of plastic removal just to get to the battery. Uh, it's, cool. it's like, <laughs> it's buried in there up against the firewall under a bunch of shit. You have to remove the air box and like all this other stuff. Um, and so at first, um, I, I just, you know, I said, Hey, let's just use AAA. you know, like we'll, we'll have them deal with it. Like, you don't, let's just go have some fucking coffee and let them deal with this bullshit. The guy shows up and he's like, Oh yeah, we have to charge you an hour labor for this car. Cause it's an, a special whatever, like there, this is not yeah. like a standard r- removal. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, we'll do it. He removes all of it. And he doesn't have um, the AGM battery, which is like the right. uh, the glass mat battery. So yeah. he had to put it all back together, and he was pretty chill. He actually didn't charge us because he still gets paid, I guess, yeah. through AAA. Um, but he had a, like he spent all that time removing wouldn't everything. That be, wouldn't that be step number one? Is like see if I have the battery on my truck. Yeah. So he the thing is that he screwed up. Yeah. What he did is first of all he didn't know that it was a glass mat battery because the app that they have didn't say so. So he had the right uh, size. So he did see that he had the right size, but he he didn't realize it was an AGM battery until he was in there um and here's another yeah. fun little thing um warren knows this you have to program it after the fact so you have to after it's in you have to plug in like an obd2 reader scanner thing that has the battery recognition program on it so that it basically recognizes it and then charges it correctly because like it's a very like varying voltage or whatever based on the load and fun new electric you car tell bullshit. the car yeah. that it has a new battery and then yeah. it's like oh i guess <laughs> we'll be friends um yeah that's ridiculous that's when you call up you know your battery's dead on your mini and you call the dealer and they say oh yeah bring it in that'll be six hundred dollars sweet and you're like six hundred dollars well yeah the the agm battery is 200 it's 1.3 to do all that stuff we have to program it that's another three tenths uh yeah so crazy 
I know. Yeah, I've done a battery on SLR McLaren. That was like the few hours of like Jeez. removing shit and getting to. Where was stuff. it? Yeah. In the back, like underneath all this, the whole trunk liner, I think, has to come out. Jeez. And then it's underneath like the carbon fiber and all this. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anytime it's like a really basic thing, like a bulb or a battery, uh, definitely a big fucking middle finger to manufacturers all, for doing um, that stuff. I'm trying to remember what car it was, but when Matt worked at McLaren, um, at San Francisco here, like they, I can't remember if he showed me a picture of the entire rear end of a McLaren removed to change filters or if it was a new Porsche like Panamera. Does that, do you oh, guys know? Right. Like, um, no, but that sounds familiar. Yeah, like it might have been the a rear Porsche. end. Yeah, like the all the the whole the bumper has to be removed to get to the filters. No, I don't think it would be a Porsche. No, yeah, it's probably McLaren. Yeah, so gnarly. No, and and uh, so one thing I will say: some cars you're like, oh, that was like rather easy. Like I've replaced, I've done, I did an exhaust on a 997 GT2, replace the exhaust, mm-hmm. and you have to take the bumper off to yeah. do it. But the bumper is like the the. The way they mount is like really cool, actually, and it's like it's only like six bolts, and it's super easy. Oh, that's good. It's almost like a quick release or something, so it's not. Makes yeah, it and then the and then the uh, tail lights are super easy on those cars too. Like they're very module, like little tabs, just right? put together no, really well. Yeah. So the um the easiest air filter to change, um, you don't even need tools. Is my is E thirty six? It's my favorite. You know how like it has that little it has a little door that you pop open and it just slides yeah. out. Like <laughs> that's yeah. Uh, yeah. Why doesn't every Why doesn't every car just have those little hooks like the little yeah the little snap yeah. on yeah the little snap things like the nine forty four is super easy, but it's still a Phillips screwdriver and there's like four yeah. or five of them mm-hmm. it's like yeah. i don't know why they just don't have that little you know the little, little cramps press, or like a lid like a jar lit like a lid on a jar or whatever and mm-hmm. then they do make those but it'll be like tucked back you can't get the one clap right. clamp on you know oh, it's, yeah. e30s are like that is underneath the actual intake arm right like it's uh, th- that yeah. one hook that little metal so thing. frustrating um c Vissel says uh Thoughts on the new Lightning? Seems like it's a much more practical and usable EV compared to the other EV manufacturers. Yeah, I, I think it's rad. It's awesome, yeah. I, I haven't read if... tons about it, but it seems pretty good. And I think it starts at like forty grand. Even I think it's even cheaper. I want to say it's yeah. at thirty six. So it's or like cheaper than a gas. F-150? And the range is supposed to be like three hundred ish. And the one thing that blew me away, and for some reason I just hadn't really pictured it, is the frunk. Is oh, yeah. Full, it's a full Ford truck, empty engine bay, yeah. and they show it with a, like a Yeti cooler and a generator and some other shit in there, perfectly just placed. I'm like, so rad! Holy crap! Yeah, dude. It also like that's one of the problems with trucks. Like you always put these camper shells on because you're like, sure. where do I, where do I secure my or, stuff? Yeah. Right. And then this I mean, makes it where you have this fully secured trunk or frunk. And totally. you could still have an open bed and use the truck for what it's meant to do, you know? Yeah. I think it's really smart to keep it the same uh, overall profile as an F-150. Yes. Yeah. I'm in because that. Because it's. Oh, sorry, good. Oh, I was just going to say, it's it's so easy to market to uh, the demographic that already buys 900,000 of them a year. Um, anyways, it looks good. Well, so. that's what's interesting, though, is because, um, you know, this is, you can, 
you know, this is somewhat political, but like, it's a fact, like, it's interesting that they chose, you know, to have like Biden actually drive one. And like, and, and you look at the, you look at the commentary and it's like 50, 50, you know, it's like, it's people like just because he's driving it now, they don't want to fucking own one. It's like, dude, it's so retarded. Like, or, or, you know, and it's just all bullshit commentary on that side or, or people are super stoked on it, you know? And like, but it's objectively such a great thing. Like, it's so awesome. I mean, in, in, in ice, they're not going to stop making a gas engine one so i think that's what people are probably thinking it's like you know out of my cold dead hands you're not going to take my f-150 yeah um, who knows how long that'll be yeah we'll see i mean i think it'll it will start to see you know certain regions right like the uptake of the electric version would be much higher and then sure and it makes sense at some point there's no business case for the uh you know the internal combustion engine um especially as the infrastructure expands and all that right um although i think that's good Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I think that that is a car that you would mostly charge at home, right? Like it's, it's cause um, most trucks are not driven very far, right? Unless you're towing or you're going kind of ad, on some adventure. Like, isn't that like a, like, right. like uh, it's a work truck, right? <laughs> That's sort of the, although the, I think, I do think a lot of like, if you look at, if you go to central Valley or something, I mean like there's so many trucks and people, that's just people's daily drivers. It's, so it's they like drive, the, they drive them just like we would drive. A exactly. Car, right. You know? But I think in terms of like, I, I guess what I was getting at is the range, right? Like it's like you, yeah. like you, you have enough to, and you would basically not be charging publicly. You would probably just come home and charge overnight. Like it's so, yeah. I, I don't but know. I think a lot of people commute in them and stuff yeah. too. You know, that's what, that's well, what this is a, here's some headline stats. Um, 563 horsepower, 775 pound feet of torque and 300 miles of range. That's for the big battery pack. So that one will be like, you know, 60, 70 grand, but, um, then, uh, 10,000 pound towing rating and it can, uh, 2000 pound payload. So that's interesting. Um, and I'm sure they'll get really expensive for nice ones, but I did read somewhere that it was 80% charge in 15 minutes. Oh, wow. Nice. So on the fast charger thing. In theory, you could go on a road trip and and totally make do. Um, is that a low payload? I don't know. Or is that I or at 2,000 pounds? So at uh, three quarter one ton, ton. Right? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a one ton, right? Yeah. So that's. I don't know good. what the the like heavy duty versions of the new trucks hold a lot, but. Um, how bummed are you if you're Rivian? It's <laughs> like, I guess you see yeah. that coming though. It's it's like, that's not a surprise. You're obviously anticipating that. Uh, yeah, that the big yeah, but three. they they haven't brought their car to market yet, have they? I know, and it's also yeah. going to be more high end, right? It's not. It, yeah. They're not really targeting F one fifty buyers. No, it seems no, also way sportier too, like way more 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 um, Range Rover. Yeah, exactly. Kind of right, buyer. more Range Rover. And it yeah. looks like a Range Rover too. It does. Yeah. Anyways, I'm excited. I think it's. They say it's a year away, but. Um, you know, we still haven't seen the Bronco and that was mm. supposed to be here any minute. Right. And yeah. I haven't seen anything new about that. That's all so. the chip stuff, I believe. Right. So what if ironically, they launch, they push, they're pushing the EV because it doesn't need that chip, but it's, ele- but it's electric, bro. Isn't that kind of a mind Ooh, fuck? Um, so what is it called? Is it, you know, there's rolling coal. What are you rolling here? Rolling lightning, rolling uh, electrons. <laughs> Rolling bolts. <laughs> rolling bolts. I love it, dude. That's really good. <laughs> a little disappointing that they went with the lightning uh, name. Why? I mean, it shouldn't that be I was going to say, version? is that disappointing? It works perfect. Yeah. No, it works perfect, but it should be F 150E, just call it something boring. And then the lightning would be the sport Raptor, uh, you know, fast one. It's the sport sporty version of the exactly. F 150 electric. Yeah. It'd be like a yeah. short bed with like more street style. 
but it, um, but it does kind of just work perfectly and mm, like I know the lightning just, wasn't like some crazy success with like root. It's like the Mustang Machi. Like they're like you could say they're like some people are like well they're ruining the Mustang name and the Mustang has a strong name. Lightning and doesn't have those a strong people would be right. Although they're also using the cachet of that. I know, but they could have named it the F-150E and then the Lightning. Yeah. It's It would have been the third generation Lightning, right? They never they haven't made one since the... Yeah. Well, maybe it'll be a Lightning. <laughs> 2000. <laughs> the, the really good one. Uh, so the, the Mach-E thing, um, it seems like people are either sort of indifferent or they really hate it. Like, it's it's pretty... pretty um, divisive right like i mean i really don't care i don't, I don't like they did i don't like that they did that i mean it does i think it's i get it like i see why they did it and it doesn't bother me but um i i think that they missed the mark with the choice they could have like galaxy is perfect right like that one's come okay. up quite a bit like there's other options where you know that that, that would have sure. a better fit like but galaxy like, doesn't have any like uh cachet right with a modern car buyer so yeah. but but i i agree and i if i was a big mustang fan i would probably be really annoyed because it's pretty annoying. It's also one of those things too. Now you're looking for Mustangs for sale, and it's like all or Mustang websites, and it's Mustang Machis everywhere. It's you know, right, right. Yeah. Anyways, I don't, I don't mind the car. I think it's a cool car, but um, just the name. Come on, come on. Wend Schumacher says, "Okay, I have to admit, I've never listened to your podcast. <laughs> then again, I've never listened to any podcast. Jesus, what do you do with your time?" All right, so what was the first car or auto-related moment that truly captivated you and consequently sparked your interest in cars or car culture? Forgive me if it's uh, if this question's been asked a million times. Uh, Go Dog Go by P.D. Eastman is how I became a car fan. Very nice. concise answer. Look that at that. A, yeah. that, was a, that was a good book. Two years old. <laughs> yeah. I remember I was already super into cars by, by the time I was that age. So <laughs> this poser Warren, he's like, oh, I just read a book. I'm like, cool, dude. I like <laughs> I've been changing spark plugs since fucking Yeah. I was in diapers. Uh, I don't I don't think I have a moment, but I know like I used to my dad had a sixty like a sixty two VW bug convertible and a fifty nine VW transporter pickup truck. And uh I would basically just hang out in both of those as a little kid like crawl around in the bed of the truck and i would paint it with water because it was like faded red paint like single stage like original paint and you would paint it with water and it would get bright again so like that's what that was like one of the things they would have me do when i was a little you know two years old or whatever i would have a paintbrush and a bucket of water and i would paint the truck seems like kind of old to be doing that stuff and then i would really <laughs> Just joking too. And then I would climb around in the back of the the VW convertible all the time and um, fuck it yeah, up, fuck it up, cool. probably smell cool. the horse. I remember the smell of the horsehair seats because you were ripping it out. <laughs> Basically, I told yeah. that story before, right? Where my dad, I was in his. He had a Volvo station wagon, nineteen. It was a nineteen eighty three Volvo station wagon. Uh, this is probably like nineteen eighty four, so it was like pretty new. Maybe yeah, eighty four, eighty five. And he went in, he owned a cabinet shop at the time, and he went in to, like, get something, and I was waiting in the car. And there was a razor blade, like one of the, you know, the ones with the little clicker that you click out. Oh, box blades. cutter? Box cutter. Dang. There was a box cutter in the back of the seat. And I grabbed that out, took it out, and I, there was a piece of paper on the ground. And I put the piece of paper on the seat, <laughs> and I just started cutting the paper with the box cutter. 
And then I picked it up and I'm like, oh shit. And it was cutting the seat. So I move it over and I start cutting the paper in another area. <laughs> oh I basically God. sliced up the whole rear seat. Wow. So I'm nice, pretty cool. Dude. So, yeah. It's gnarly. Yeah. Um, dude, that's so hard to like pick out a moment, right? Because, like, especially if you've been around it your whole life, like I grew up around cars. So um, I've talked about my. I'm pretty sure my earliest memory was getting in the back of a 928, like a family friend's 928. And like, I remember sinking all the way, like as a little kid feeling like I sank way in there and like, like, you know, like I was, um, in this, um, cavern (laughs) and like, and I remember like crawling onto the, into the center console and looking at the the dash in the front thinking it was like, like a spaceship and the real, the rear taillights really stand out of that car too. Like I remember thinking those were super cool. Um, but yeah, I, I, that was, um, you know, a memory, and or it was, was an early 13 one. Thirteen, my first one. Right? Yeah, I was eighteen. You know, I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do, and, um, but, yeah, I don't like, know. Oh, cars. So many I, cool I things. Could be in a car. I went, yeah, races were cool. Like I remember going to the races. Like that was a really, really big thing for me. Like going on Fridays to to the races in town, and like the sound that those cars made just blew my mind. You know, they were so fucking loud, and um, this is we're talking. Super modifieds, is that what they're called, uh, Warren? I don't know. Or they, uh, sprint cars sprint, too, sprint yeah. Cars? Yeah, dirt track stuff. Yeah, dirt track. It was a clay yeah. track in town. Um, and yeah, we used to go all the time. Sweet. Um, all right. Uh, he also asked about donuts. Uh, Dunlap's Donuts Pleasure Point in Santa Dunlap's Cruz. Dunlap's Donuts. The best, best donut shop in my opinion. Yeah, you think so? I like um, wherever we get the Morning Motors. Those are very good for your standard spot. issue, but if you want some uh, some voodoo donut style stuff. Yeah, I'm uh, not into they, the voodoo donut shit. Yeah, I'm not surprised. I'm, I'm a simple surprised. man. I like simple things. I don't like when people fuck stuff up. You Bucker. get both there. That's the thing. You get both. Beamer Lover says the flashy luxury coupes are gone, like the Buick Regal. Shout out to Art. Pontiac Grand Prix, Chevy Monte Carlo, etc. So if you were to do a flashy coupe today, what four-door sedan or crossover would you base it on? Oh, Are those flashy coupes? I mean, those aren't flashy, (laughs) Beamer Lover. I know, dude. I'm like, uh, they make like Audi RS5s. They make Audi RS5s and 3 Series coupes and everything. I mean, those are flashier than the cars that he named. Yeah. Yeah, Um, those are I don't understand his question, dude. (laughs) <laughs> I think it's because he lives in the Salinas Valley and he sees Regal's Grand Prix and Monte Carlo's <laughs> like every day. He's like, damn, the good old days. Where'd those things go? Yeah. Um, I think a, a big bummer is that Cadillac no longer makes a full-size, you know, sedan or coupe. So I would like that to exist. And that could be luxury. But who wants to – I mean, I know Art's a big Grand Prix fan, but um, if, uh, you know, I'm not sure he'd want to bring it back. Right, Art? But th- yeah, yeah bring them back. Kill them all. The um, cars he's naming aren't even like the luxury ones of like what existed back in the day. Like personal luxury coupes, those aren't should be Riviera and it should yeah. be Eldorado uh-huh. and uh Pontiac didn't really I don't think Pontiac one. had one. Anyways, yeah, Riviera, it'd be cool to see a Riviera come back. I'm I'm all for that. Um even a Thunderbird. I saw a, the la- the last huh. Thunderbird the other day. You know the round, silly one. Um, oh, with the portholes. Yeah, two thousand five or whatever yeah, it was. <laughs> They're terrible, right? But yeah. there was something simple about the design. It was just very like lack of style in a lot of ways. Yeah. And I would I wouldn't mind seeing a rebirth Thunderbird. It's like a Figaro. By or the something. way, like a- yeah, yeah. I think I think we're misunderstanding this com- this question. Like he's saying, so if you were to do a flashy coupe today, what four door sedan or crossover would you base it on? 
So no, we understand the question. Dude. So, we're no, saying, so you guys are talking about bringing what? back the Riviera and bringing back like that's not what he's asking, right? No, well, but he, so my but, point is that they are his examples are not for one thing they're not flashy. For another thing, they are. We have the BMW 3 Series. We have the R, Audi RS5. We have all these like coupes. If you're looking at that that style of coupe, so um, I guess right. not is American there, cars. Is there a four door sedan that exists only as a four door sedan or an, a crossover? I, mean, <laughs> I think that's the question, right? Yeah, right, right. Um, I, I, I don't four door sedans are kind of going away. So the new. The new line of Cadillacs, if they made a coupe version of the CT5, right? It's a CT5? Is that the big yeah, one? I don't know. They made one a few years ago, right? The, or they made the... There's ATS. The CT5V Blackwing. Coupe, right? right? Yeah, CT5V Blackwing Coupe. But they made the, the ATS-V Coupe, right? For a little couple yeah. years. Yeah, they uh, did. Yeah, they yeah. did. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, so CT5 Coupe, which would be rebranded as a an Eldorado. Okay. Uh, Lincoln Con- I mean, uh, but we're going classier than what he named. He named like shit boxes. That's don't my- get mad at me. Don't get mad like, at me. You could say like the Lincoln Continental, like if they made that into a coupe, which we forget the Lincoln Continental is even a thing. Right. Mm. How about a Lincoln Navigator based coupe? Oh, uh, yeah. It wouldn't handle well. I mean, that's the thing is you're like giving up all the potential GT characteristics for this. Yeah. Or an big Escalade coupe. <laughs> yeah, or exactly. an Escalade two sport, door. I guess it's back. not a coupe; it's just a two door Escalade like, Sportback, like the Blazers from the early you know '90s, where they made the two door ones that are kind of cool. And bring back the two door Tahoe. Yeah, two door Tahoe, two door Escalade. There you go. And then forget all these junky coupes. Well, yeah, because the even uh, the, right. the, the the Cayenne coupe is not a true two door coupe. It's a it's no, a the slope back no. thing. So yeah, like they just ruined the looks and sloped the sloped it for some reason. You think it's ruined? I don't think it's that I bad. think it's the best execution looks, of those, yeah. Of I like, think it looks worse too. than the regular one. Oh, you do? Huh. And I don't see why mm. you would buy that over the regular one. That I don't understand except for It's looks. the same as people like an people X6. Like the yeah, people like the look. But people love those now. Yeah. I know, but the X5 is such a better looking car. So if How about the uh, Acura ZDX or whatever that one? That was, was. a beauty. Yeah, um, was a, did you So if you look at the Cayenne Coupe, they did a good job where like the slope is almost entirely after the C pillar. So like it actually like doesn't really compromise headroom that much. You do end up cutting right. off trunk space, um, yeah. but yeah, visibility. It, yeah, apparently. Wait, it's the, just the Acura ZDX was a four door, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Was a it was. You want a ZDX okay. coupe? <laughs> I don't think they made it, uh, but they did make an Evoke coupe. They did. Those are rad. They're super off-road ultra off road capable. Oh. Uh, all right, last question, Zephyr J. Summer tire suggestions for a stock sixteen valve Mark II GLI. That's not a 200 treadwear autocross tire in 195 50 R15. Tire rack has Kumo PS31s, Sport Comp 2s, backordered, and nope. Advan Fleva V701s, which I've never heard of. So I believe Con- Continental Sport Contacts come in that size. I thought so too. That's what you're saying. They're, so they're Sport Comp. Oh, Sport Contact, no, not, not Sport, sport comp. comp. Don't get Comp 2s. Those, Those suck. tires suck. Yeah. They're so old, dude. They're like a twenty year old back, tire. Dude. Back ordered anyway. Yeah, don't get them. Uh, but Continental Sport uh, Contact, whatever Sport Contacts. Uh, two, they're three hundred Treadwear Summer Ultimate Performance, whatever. So he's I saying they're they one one ninety five fifty fifteen is what he wants. Fifteen yeah. fifteen, which was always a common size. I what about my my tires? This the 
Jajaro Redistines. Does those exist in that size? I don't think they make them that size. Sport track. I thought they did. In a 50, 50 series? Can... I don't think Maybe so. not. Yeah, I can't remember. Um, yeah, I'm, oh, yeah. I'm looking right now, and I um, I don't see the, the sport contacts anymore in that size. Oh, really? I wonder if they do a 205. He should just Because I thought that's what Blaze... Oh, you can go 205. Yeah, just get a that's 205. That's what Blaze had on a Scirocco. Yeah, 205. That's the move. 205 50 15s. Yeah. Yeah. Open up a whole new world. It's possible. Right, Art? Yeah. Is that it? That's the choice. No, for sure. I, and they I, have I, the sport contacts, right? Yeah. Um, oh, I didn't look at the sizing. Oh, no, but I'm saying that would oh. be if, if they do have the 205 50, that's what I would go with in that category. It's going to be the best yeah. all around for, for what he's doing. Um, but let me see if uh, I'll double check because I'm curious now. Because didn't Blaze just get these or something? Yeah, or, that's what he had. Well, no, he didn't just get them, but. That's what he had on a Scirocco, and that's what Travis right. has on his 914. Huh. And they're definitely 15s. I remember that. Right? Yeah, they are 15s. Yeah. So I'm almost positive. But I don't know if they are one ninety if they make them in 195s or uh, if it, 205. You, you have to go to 205. 205 so yeah, 15. just go up to 205. Yeah, 340 Treadwear. Yeah, these are great. Get those. Yeah. Huh. They'll last you for a long – they'll last a long time – They'll be good in the wet. They'll be good in all, you know, the cold. They'll be good in the heat. They'll, they're just a, and, you know, in the summer, ultimate performance is good. So they look pretty, your, pretty decent looking tire. Yeah. That's your best all around tire. All right. That's questions. Whoo-wee. Feels like we've been, oh. <laughs> that took a while. Damn, man. That was like an hour of questions or something. Yeah. Um, so having said all that, um, I guess we can do rapid fire updates and whatnots um lane you want to get into it yeah i'll start mine <laughs> lane's got some gnarly ones. so i went to pick up my daughter for school and i open the door i close the door i start the car and as i start the car the vibration of the engine the i hear a shatter as the mirror falls to the ground my driver's side mirror and uh brakes on the ground uh just the glass all, right not the just, whole thing just the glass fell and it's these uh vitaloni mirrors that i had put on um you know thinking vitaloni's been making these mirrors these exact mirrors for 40 years they gotta be all right right um so this is i believe like the fourth set i've had or something like that oh, no second set but uh i don't even know dude it's the fourth mirror I'd re- i've replaced or something like that so the basically they're held in by this plastic. They f- the glass fits in this plastic housing, and the plastic housing just cracks from sun and stuff. And then the mirror has, is not bonded by anything but being press fit into this plastic. Oh, no glue at all. The mirror, yeah. So the mirror just falls out and breaks. Um, so yeah, I fell to the ground, and then um, I you know whatever actually. And it's funny, you don't realize how much you use those mirrors. You use them every time you move in I know, the car, right? like I changing know. lanes. Like you just always peek over and look. And when they're like, gone, it's yeah, it's crazy. Like when I lost my center rear view mirror yeah. inside the, the Mighty Max, and I think Brian or someone was like, just do it. You don't need that thing. Yeah. Like just look over your shoulder. I'm like, dude, I look at it like almost as much as I look forward. I no, you like. glance <laughs> into it all the time. You're, right, just, right. you're always like, scoping the scene and even like i'm parked on the street and it's like just glancing in it before you pull out into the street and yeah dude and it feels so blind um even though i have a passenger mirror and a and a mirror on the window um so anyways that happened and then the next day i uh 
I went down to Monterey to visit my brother and I got there and he is looking at my car or something and he's like, oh, what's up with these scratches on the side of your car? I'm like, yeah, right. Because they're always like doing stuff like that. You know, messing <laughs> Typical around. Typical skeleton brother. And uh, I'm like, yeah, right. And he's like, no, seriously, what happened to your car? Like, what's this? And I go over and there's, uh, I believe it's, you know, I got a, I got a forensic guy out there and looking at it and judging. I think it says X-14. So uh-huh. some gang stuff. And uh, I believe they like red, so maybe they're marking their territory on my red car. I don't really know. Probably some little kid, judging by it. Like, I'd have a hard time. Like, you'd have to, like, bend down to get that low. So and it was all over your driver's door or yeah, passenger door? My whole driver's door. So my driver's door is street side, obviously. Yeah. Um, so they were just walking down the street, I guess, and just saw this red car and decided to key it all the way to the metal. Um, X14. So that's pretty cool. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I'm just gonna. I, I'm. I'm just gonna touch it up with some touch-up paint and then uh, color sand it and buff it, and hopefully that hides it pretty well for now. Um, yeah. But that's Damn. that's the plan. Um, Brutal. And then what did lo- you uh, did you think of like uh, we were talking about someone you know breaking into your cars so you feel so yeah. Uh, violated and stuff yeah, this yeah. is this is just like heartbreaking kind of less violated in re- right re- reality um because yeah, someone's not inside you know, like using your property i don't know yeah it's not not in the pink right this is like just yeah more not when someone's in the pink that's where it gets <laughs> kind of creepy yeah but uh yeah it's super it's kind of a it's just fucking makes you think bad things about like humanity and like every i don't know everything you're like why yeah uh, you know it's so no... screwed up dude i i am um, when you texted that or no i think i saw yeah. you post it no i, I posted yeah, it i yeah. posted it like i i was um i don't know i like i almost like didn't like i'm like i need like i don't even i'm gonna like not acknowledge that right now because it's like you know i I, it's just too much to deal with like even like as a third party or whatever like i felt so upset about it dude it's such a bummer um but i just really hope that this is not a recurring theme like cuz i was thinking okay is this now the guy that broke in and maybe like he didn't get his phone back these people were all messed up in the head you know they they're they're, yeah, they're yeah, very exactly. illogical so like maybe this is a way to get back i don't know it's like yeah it's, it could have been something like that yeah. it could have been the same per- I'm, but fuck, that seems like I mean, yeah, you never know, right? Yeah, I hope um, not. I mean, and, and I just hope that it doesn't, yeah, hopefully it's not. It was just a passing by, like, stupid kids, like, walking around the neighborhood kind of thing. And because, um, yeah. yeah. Otherwise, I mean, I you do have at least the garage space. So, I mean, I, I see the car's in the garage now. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, so yeah, it's in the car this moment. Um, on, the, on a positive note, I put it out there that my mirror broke. And then our buddy Peter B993 on the gram reached out. And he's like, oh, I have two two Vitaloni mirrors you can have and uh that's so rad i didn't respond i didn't respond to him or anything but he you know showed up to cars and co- to morning motors and uh handed me two Vitaloni mirrors in perfect condition Dang. so here you go dude and uh i already replaced the glass on the the driver's side one and then actually i'm stoked because my passenger side one it broke but i had caught it before the glass fell and i had glued it and it looks all like like you know the i don't know the stuff on the out on the outside kind of got like messed up so like so there's little you know when glass gets bad i don't even know how to explain it's it. like a, like a kind of foggy like, or like they're fog up or it's like 
delaminates kind of. It delaminates kind of around Ooh. the edges and stuff. Yeah, right. So right. my passenger one is like that. So I need to replace it, and he gave me two mirrors so I can do that. Um, and to do the to do just the glass, like you take off the shell, and you can do it from the outside of the car, so I don't have to take the oh the door panel off the inside Great. or anything. There's just one screw underneath, and then you slide the shell off, mm-hmm. and then there's um, a 10 millimeter bolt holding the glass on with like a spring. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I replace the glass and then slide it on. And, and, uh, and the screw is this, my, this is like my handy little, uh, screwdriver that I've talked about a bunch of times, Yeah, but it's like the oh, best yeah. little ratcheting screwdriver. Um, so that's what I used to get to get the screw out, but it took nice. all of like five minutes to replace. Sweet dude. Super stoked. That's Thanks good. to Peter B. <clears throat> That's awesome. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah. Some positive vibes there is it from like yeah. such nastiness. Yeah, because that sucks. Like the back to back too, right? It's like you're, you literally yeah. were kicked while you're down, right? It's like you went, yeah. you da- went down to pick one up One day mirror. after the other. <laughs> it's one of those things too. You're like, if I don't replace this mirror, like if I don't re- fix the mirror and then I have this, like it's kind of like it's all downhill, dude. Like, you Throw know, it like, it's Throw the whole car away. Well, like, then it's like, what else do you let go? Like, yeah. you know, like, that's how it's a spot. It's a slippery slope, guys. Yeah. Next, it is, yeah. dude. It's a spiral of depression. And yeah. next thing you're eating Ben and Jerry's fish food by yourself in a dark yeah. closet. Well, that's how it's I mean, done. a that's commercial, how, you know, like, like, during Saturday Night Live, one of those commercials well, with the person. Opening umbrellas inside. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, yeah. the, the, that's how hoarders start, right? Like, the first, their mirror, Vitaloni mirror falls, and they got the car key. And then mm-hmm. next thing you know, they're just, they just they just throw shit in their interior, and it's all. Yeah. Living with cats. And living and with cats. And, and the poop. mirror breaking, right? That's bad luck. Oh, yeah. That's that is bad luck. Yeah. That's so yeah. Well, that's so bizarre though that he had those because those are not very common, huh? D- d- does he does he have stock mirrors? A lot now, of or? people, a lot of people do them. I mean, it's pretty common to it's become pretty common to do on like nine eleven and oh, stuff okay. like that. So, uh, yeah, like that. Uh, remember, you guys, there was a Carrera nine twenty four like Carrera GTS race car. Yeah, recently it had them on them. Like yep. they came stock on a lot of cars. So, yeah, that's cool. They're on a, a lot of alphas and stuff. Rock those. Yeah, cool, you'd think cool. they would build a better product. <laughs> well, does like a, a, a Talbot uh, or Talbo or whatever? Like, is there like a black one? Like, wouldn't that? Because those are pretty. Like, I've held one of those. They're really nice. Like, they're actually Talbots like, yeah, are nice. Yeah, too, the so, green dot. Ones yeah. So and stuff, I wonder or? if like there could be like 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 a so, satin black one that would match the aesthetic. There of your are car. people have been doing them. Actually, they look pretty good. Like Shoe Thirty Two has Talbots on his nine eleven. Oh, know, really? Targa okay. with the uh, the with stripes and that's stuff. that's a cool car. Yeah, um, with the rainbow or yeah, the he has orange. T- he has. Mm-hmm. Yep. He has gunmetal, like, or, yeah, black anodized Talbots on that. It looks pretty good. But actually, there's a guy in Eastern Europe somewhere, and he recreate, he he makes from, you know, from scratch or whatever, but he makes the 924 Carrera GTS mirrors, which are a small black flag uh, mirror, mm. and they look really nice. cool. Okay. And that's what I originally wanted for this, mm-hmm. but you can't, you couldn't find them anywhere because they're so rare. And he remanufactures them, and they're like three hundred bucks for the set. So mm. that's mm. what I'm going for. Those are cool. at some point. Yeah, that, and, I can uh, see. Blaze that. had bought a set. Blaze had bought a set for his car, and they got he never put them on. They were burnt in the fire. Oh but, no! Uh, yeah. So and so uh-huh. I saw that the, they're really nice and everything. Cool, cool. Well, that brings us to Morning Motors. Unless Art, you have a update of any kind. I don't. Um, I went mm-hmm. and. Um, tighten the fuel cap or what, what did uh, james may do on 
<laughs> on that, remember that that Top Gear oh, uh, project? Took off. You replaced the valve stem caps. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Morning Motors, man. Uh, we advertised it a little longer than last time, and the weather was perfect, and every all the stars aligned, and hooey, we? What a time! Yeah. Good dude. to be alive out there. I know. Yeah. I feel like I missed people. so many cars. Oh, dude, I was a mess. I couldn't walk five feet without getting distracted. I tried. Costed. It was great. uh, It's such a good time, and uh, it really feels like things are getting back to normal, and uh, it's very nice to be out there. Yeah, folks, it was insane. It was. uh, I I feel like there was tons of stuff like outside of the parking lot where we have the show, you know, the quote unquote show, that you know was missed by us. Dang, really? I saw some pictures of some really cool stuff on the street too. So, and I talked to some people. I'm like, "Where's your car?" And they're like, "Oh, it's out on the street." You know, like. You know, yeah. So I think our our space um, accommodates like 100 and was that like 185 cars art something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's the and delineated spaces, but we end up yeah. like parking them along different areas too. We can add. Yeah, like we had them double parked in the back yeah. and stuff. So we had over 200 cars inside and then yeah. a bunch of cars on the street. And uh, yeah, strong, strong Porsche showing strong BMW showings. Um Alphas, a lot of alphas. A lot of alphas, yeah, absolutely. Um, some adventure mobiles, a couple FJs of different generations, a cool Land Rover. Um, I don't know what year that thing was, early. Um, yeah, it, was, it was really cool. So, I was uh, stoked. Warren, the, the wheels on the Cadillac, are those Alcoas? Yeah. Those are so beautiful, dude. They're, Alcoas oh, are man. amazing. They, yeah. they made those in a like a very light gold you could option in that in period tom's and car the, had the gold tom's ones. car had them yeah. yeah very very cool car that was a resto mod 56 brom i believe or not i don't know if it was a brom but it was it was modified so it was hard to say what it, what was going and on it's there, it's been there before yeah yeah it has, yeah. Yeah, it has a green interior i will always take pictures of that car um, always john john jesse brought his fox which is cool to see shout out to dj dp we had a fox back in the day. Um, There's so much good shit. It, it was a, a really great show and just good to get out there, see everyone. Yeah, good so. to see people and catch up a little bit. Um, yeah, yeah. A lot of pa- and, a lot uh, of PTS Porsche stuff too, which is pretty cool. Um, d- like that oh, that's that green 993 cab. I don't even like that. That thing's crazy. Cabs. Yeah, that was the weirdest 993 cab Dude, I've seen in a long time. Yeah, blue interior, right? With so it was, it was was that Viper or Viper Green? Viper Green with yeah. blue interior, green stitching. It had sport buckets with like bass flake uh, in the paint of the buckets. Which looked factory. I've never it, seen it, the that. The car right? is like full PTS car. It's it's or yeah, you know su- or factory car. Borscht or whatever they call it, right? And <laughs> it was a Carrera four, uh, Carrera four Cabriolet, which right off the bat has to be pretty rare. Mm-hmm. Um, a very very weird car. Yeah, Ali and I were looking at that thing, going like, "What is going on here?" But uh, yeah, pretty cool, pretty cool car. And then a couple other green Porsches. How do you feel about Ali's uh, license plate? Aquafresh. Yeah, is that what it is. I oh, like I it. didn't see it. Yeah, awkward. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. What about um there was that kind of leaf green um long hood with uh Oh, like a hot like rod right dark gray wheels. Yeah, yeah. Oh, at the at the it? back of the show? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he is he's he recently moved here from Texas and he is going on the the next rally as well. Oh, cool. 
That was a really nice. I just love that color and that the whole configuration. Was yeah, perfect. that's a cool car. Yeah, really nice. Dude, I, I was super um, into the Lotus Esprit, um, the Esprit Turbo. Those one. are so freaking cool, yeah. man. Like, and it's it's yeah. it's the Emil's, one that uh, I was I had um I was walking around with Nick um uh Nick Quarta and uh I like mentioned I'm like, you know, this is the one this is always my answer for that question, you know. It's like what is the one car that you would love to own yeah. but you never will because you just don't want to deal with it? And it's that car. Like I, I love them so much, but uh, he's like, well, you have me now because like he tinkers on this weird old British shit, you know? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that was an S three Lesprit, right? Uh was it white, two or three? White oh. over white with uh, basket weaves, and the license plate was Mister J Bond. Yeah. And uh, Emil drove that from uh, Emil's sports car performance. Yeah. But um, did you look at the interior? Dude, they're so bad. It's, it's just like a it, it's the like baggy. It's like quilted white leather, leather everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. I kind of love it. It's all creased and that's the way they are though. They're like saggy ball sack. Like the, yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. No, that was, a, that was a good one. Then there was a, a Volvo 245 uh, lifted with uh, European plates and uh, Euro turn signals and fog lights, but otherwise it was fairly just stock manual transmission, not a turbo with Wait, like what? fresh off road. Oh, I'm sorry. We're, you I guys moved on. You're, you're not Series 3. We're oh, not talking yeah, about yeah. the Esprit. No, we're talking <laughs> about the Volvo, the Safari, Safari Volvo wagon, which was which was cool to see. Um, yeah, there's there was so much stuff. It was yeah. a great turn. That uh, 2002 TII was really nice. That was parked next to Art. Yeah, um, it's, a cool un, it's Tom's. Uh, unusual Tom Jones, I believe. Yeah, so they've had that car since new. And, and, yeah. uh, and they have a 2002 TII license plate like like an original vanity plate it's it's amazing that they managed to get that wow. back in the day it's so rad yeah that's a very cool car yeah. oh yeah. i don't know if you guys saw it but tom pointed it out to me because he knows the guy there was like a bmw oh man i think it was like a i want to say it was an m 235i or or it was like maybe it was an m uh m2 or whatever uh but the license plate said the license plate frame said like track engineer at Laguna Seca. Oh yeah, that was an M two. So he's yeah. part of M two, right? Yeah. So he um he was part of he's the engineering team that des- redesigned Laguna Seca back in like whatever year that was, like eighty nine or yeah. whenever uh, it was like when the corkscrew was changed and everything. Dude. Um wow. so he was on that that engineering crew that did all that. That's awesome. And yeah. I, I kept, huh. I was wondering, I'm like, well, this guy really likes Laguna Seca because his actual plate itself is like El Seca or something too. Like, uh-huh. um, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. That's his baby. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Super cool. Yep. Very cool. And, uh, speaking of morning motors, we have a photo contest. Dun, 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 dun. Oh yeah. The big reveal. I'll let you, uh, I'll let you guys unveil the winner. Oh, shoot. But, uh, I don't even remember the winner. Wait, no. Uh, so on it's the, on re- yeah. after the request of pedal commute who failed to submit a, a photo to the contest, um, shame we, on you. We have, uh, if next time, you know, in June, we'll do another morning motors, hopefully. And, um, we'll do another contest, but just hashtag DWA morning motors to be considered. And there were a lot of good submissions. Um, we had to, we didn't allow uh, our friend Hushy Pushy because he's kind of like our, um, you know, he's in the in the mix. He's our, for, he's our unofficial photographer for all things, right? <laughs> exactly. So sorry, uh, Matt, if you're listening, um, you were you were in the in the running, but we couldn't pick you for a winner. So the winner is Z Stills. 
Z stills. Yeah, it's Z. And we'll post this. We'll re. Oh, sorry. I was going to say. I was going to spell it out for people out there. Z still. S T I L L Z. And his caption is great, and it actually really captured exactly what he was talking about. So, or what he what he what he captured. There's a lot of caption stuff going on here. Sorry, guys. Uh, but he said DWA Morning Motors is a vibe, and the whole the reason that we like this photo so much is because he really did capture the vibe well. Like if you take if you look at it, it's the cars in the scene, the people walking around, families, got the California palm trees in the background, the blue sky. Like it's it's really perfect. It's and, you know, we like all photos. So next time, please submit your photos. It's It doesn't have to be a technically fancy photo with like that requires a $10,000 camera. Like, you know, cool shit can come out of your phone. And it's all about what you what you capture, right? Yeah. And your use of emojis in this case. Oh, wait, shit. I didn't even see that. I was so into the vibe. So this is Shaka Coffee Croissant Donut, a Formula One race car, a Cafe Racer motorcycle, and a little uh, blue hatchback. <laughs> That's all. Yeah, there it is. Emojis. Yeah. It's pretty rare. Winner, winner, right? chicken dinner. So what does he win? He wins. Um, we're going to post his photo on DWA Instagram, Facebook. And then we're going to give him a... We're going to send him a bag of... Mystery bag? Crap, yeah. We're going to have him crap. a DWA a mystery, rally have an hat. awesome mystery bag, not yeah. a bag of crap. Some stickers. Bag of rally, DWA crap. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have a, uh, I kind of want to wait because I have some DV, uh, driving while some license plate frames. I thought you were going to say D- DVDs. <laughs> that are exclu- are going to be exclusive to our Patreon members and yeah. rally participants. And yes. uh, I w- we'll send him one of those as well. Dope. Okay. Um, also, you know, you should throw it if he's interested. Uh, just maybe wrap it in tape first. Uh, the broken Vitaloni mirror, huh? You know, a little keepsake. Oh, there we go. Yeah, yeah. No, I threw Good I call. threw away all the pieces. I can give him the backing. Oh, there you go. Give him the backing. Yeah. Yeah. Good call. Sign it. If, oh, if you got to sign it, it first. Sign it. That's right. Yep. It'll happen. Um. Well, I think we're running kind of long. So, do you want to just jump right into trivia? Trivia. Sure. Yeah, dude. Okay. I was going to talk about the Supra that's sold on Red for Sale. Supra? But, um, you can Supra. talk about it. I don't well, I was just going to say that, you know, when we listed this car, um, 1996 Toyota Supra, non-turbo, manual transmission, um, slick top, mm-hmm. original owner, California car, black on black, gold package, no wing, high mileage, but well-maintained, there's really no market for these cars, right? We struggled to find a comp. So now we have a a result. And who, raise your hand if you're surpri- surprised that's what those are worth. Oh, Lane's raising his hand. Art's raising his hand. Uh, I'm raising my hand too because it sold for $30,250, if I remember correctly. Um, 250,000 pre- miles on it. Closest comp I could find had 120-something thousand. 250,000 miles, um, otherwise completely stock besides a Motorola hands-free kit. Um, That still works, by the way. Uh, Yeah, just used for a commuter and uh, not raced or abused um, and pretty long bidding war. I think it was like 45, like 30 minutes or something? No, it was like 40 minutes, yeah. 40 minutes, yeah. Um, 
resulting in a $30,000 Well, we uh, should sale we price. should be fancy like the fancy auction houses and include the buyer's fees. So it's actually $31,611. Uh, Thank you. Art. But I so so I, I did want to mention that I, I spoke with Dan, you know, the guy who lives in Florida. He came out to our little a little what have yeah. you <laughs> that we had uh, yeah. out there. When, curated space. Curated space. Um, and so he's a big super guy. He's Rat Rod Super on Instagram. Really, really nice guy. Um, and he has like one of the nicest ones in the world. I, I, I can't remember how many miles they have, like 1,300 maybe? Do you guys remember? Something like that, yeah. the black one, The black right? one. It's that a black on black like, yeah, turbo nothing. Mark IV, perfect manual. And then he's got one that's like a full race car that's like an eight-second car. It's like crazy. And then he just got another one, another stock turbo manual uh, that's in... Yeah, green it's one. It's like that emerald green color with the tan interior. Yeah. Um, and so I mentioned this to him and he, he's like, dude, well, what's happening now is that because I'm like, who's the buyer for this, right? He's like, well, somebody wants that body. Somebody wants that shell because it doesn't matter if they modify it now. Like, you know, it's it's you know, it's a high mileage car, but they want the hard top for you know for weight and performance of the, of the actual you know chassis and everything. So, um, so they in most of the time, you know, people are doing you know drag stuff with these cars are very high power, like you know builds on them. So somebody wants a perfect example that they can build off of and not be concerned about like the value as much. Cause if this was a, if this had half the mileage, you know, then you start to see where it goes right very quickly. So, so it's technically he considered it kind of a value still for the people that are doing that because they're going to do the swap and all that stuff and not have to pay 120 grand to get into the car. Right. So it's kind of an interesting perspective on it. Yeah, and with Supras, there's literally nothing different between a turbo and a non-turbo as far as like aesthetics, right? No, so, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, right. And you could get a wing on the turbo or non-turbo. Yeah, uh, yeah. So it didn't matter, uh, mm -hmm. vice versa. So yeah, that was uh, it was a fun one to to write and Lane shot it and we all watched the the bidding go down. So congrats to the buyer and. Obviously, congrats to the seller. He was pretty, yeah, pretty stoked on the result. So yeah, especially uh, for anyways. someone like him who's like he just he loved it as like his daily driver forever, right? Like he had no sense of value at all, yeah. like in his mind. Like he didn't, you know, that wasn't where. No, he, he doesn't was. follow the scene. Yeah. He's not. Uh, he doesn't follow collector car market at all. Um, he paid thirty six thousand dollars for it in nineteen ninety six. Obviously, he put money into it every year for you know. The whole time he owned it, but um, it it's pretty amazing, you know, thirty grand after yeah. after twenty five years. It's um, it's pretty awesome. So yeah, all right, uh, trivia time. Before I get to that, um, if you have a car that you're thinking maybe it's not good enough for rat for sale or something like that, just submit it. We will tell you. Um, you we can't we won't know until we see it. So. We're offering uh, free listings right now if you use the code promo code tubular on radforsale.com. So holler, holler at us. Yeah. And Radwood's coming up July 10th. So if you're in the Bay Area, come to Radwood. And more shows should be uh, on the calendar shortly. Or if you're anywhere, come out, come to Radwood. Um, what's his name? Yeah. Uh, Brandon told me that someone is flying out from the Midwest to, to uh, go to Radwood, NorCal. Cool. Yeah, so I like it. Yeah, I like it. All right. Um, boy finds blank under floor mat of family's used SUV. Nine year old Indiana boy cleaning out the SUV his family bought in September made a discovery. What was it? 
Mona Lisa. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> There's stumped um, hand. A hand. Yeah. A severed hand. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm gonna okay. go. That would smell. Don't you think that would smell pretty bad? It's, yeah. It's Although I've never right. smelled, I don't know what it would smell. I like. mean, it, what if it's like uh, mummified or it's already like like dried up? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Like shrunken head stuff. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't just severed yesterday. It's been there for a few years. Um, right. So it's I'm really gonna go like. with uh, drugs. It's got to be like a kilo of cocaine or something crazy. That's that's what I would have gone with, and it's probably related. Um, he found an envelope under the floor mat when he was cleaning it, and he told his father. His father said, "I was like, whatever. He's nine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you found something, okay?" And he said, "No, Dad, I really did. I walk over, I see it, I reach down, I say, you know, what is this? And I'm thinking it's probably paperwork of some sort." Paperwork was five thousand dollars in cash, <laughs> just in an envelope huh. under the floor mat. Yeah, so that's cool. congrats to the nine-year-old. And it doesn't even say what type of car it was in the story; it just says SUV. And why so, would they report that they found this five thousand dollars? Like, how does this get to this? That's a good point. That's news a, source or whatever. Great like, question. Like, it's and not the like, dealers. Dealers pissed. Like, you blew it. You uh, should have cleaned that car a little better. The guy yeah. who traded it in is pissed. <laughs> Or sold it, whatever. Um, oh, I'm sorry. It is a. It was a suburban. Okay. So, there you go. Five thousand dollars cash. So okay. we've been asked this question a lot. Like, what's the craziest thing you found in a used car and stuff? Yeah. Not five grand. I'll say that. Um, I'm a little right. disappointed with the amount, Warren. I was. I know it's not that. I don't know. I was right? hoping it would be like fifty grand or something. You know, like if it was money. Just pretend it was fifty grand. Make right. yourself feel better. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Um, I do like the, I agree with um, Lane though. It's like if it was, but I guess it's all relative, right? Like for them, just based on that accent you threw in there, you know, maybe, you know, the five grand to them is a really big deal, right? It's a nice bonus for anyone, yeah. but they went maybe exactly. and it called was, the, the, the dealer that sold to him and say, Hey, look what we found, blah, blah, blah. And then maybe the dealer, newsworthy. maybe the dealer contacted, uh, you know, the local, uh, Greenboro, Kentucky, um, news anchor, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, it became a big deal and you ended up on your He's lap losing it where did you find He's losing this it, folks I, I could just see it being like oh, the dealer's like oh that was your deposit you put on this car and you get and we just like i had you know went out to move the car and i put it there and then i forgot it so thank you very much for yeah. giving me that five thousand dollars it was suppo- or no yeah. it was actually supposed to be on the hood lane you know what i mean oh uh, um, that's <laughs> right yeah yeah <laughs> It is weird that it would make the news. Like, what do you call the news? Where did like, you find it? Yeah. Probably was, like, where, where was it? Was, I mean, I follow the I hashtag uh, money found in cars. I follow Are you hashtag, serious? So. <laughs> what? <laughs> Am I serious? Come on. Yeah, I'm serious. All right. A man has reportedly retaliated against a neighbor uh, in a small Michigan town over a property line dispute by building a wall made of what? Shit. Yes. Really? Shit. <laughs> Poop. Crap. Whoa. Caca. Yeah, whatever like you want to call cow it. Cow or what? Boom booms. Yeah, cow manure. He built a 250-foot wall of manure <laughs> following a property line dispute uh, with a fellow farm owner last year. You know, that's not that weird, right? You have the poop anyway. You got to put it somewhere. You just put it on the edge of your it's property. It's like Adobe, right? It's kind of yeah, like the... That's it's cool. It's kind of... I was actually disappointed to see a picture. I thought it was going to be like hand stacked, like cow patties, like mm-hmm. after they dried, you know, but it's literally just like a pushed pile, uh, uh, you know, like a berm. Yeah. 
Mm. Uh, okay. uh, well, you know what, uh, Warren? Just just think of that it's a bunch of uh, you know cow patties to make yourself better. You know, I'm picturing yeah. right now, and it's like a really nicely constructed. <laughs> yeah, you want wall, like a real it's wall. All shit made yeah, out yeah. of it. Yeah, like yeah, exactly. You know those rock walls up above uh, Chico when we were driving mm-hmm. near Redding. Yeah, uh, somehow. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I mean. Yeah, yeah. I where Rick, that. where Rick, like spun off the road. Yeah, it's where we uh, had to change a tire in a Lancia Delta Integrale. Yeah, I, I see. You're talking brickwork with with the cow patties, is what you're talking about. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Brick lane, exactly. Yeah, brick lane. <laughs> I like to go lay some bricks. All right, that's it. That's all. That's all I got. Thanks, dude. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty cool. Five thousand dollars and poop walls. <laughs> yeah, nice. One <laughs> kind of car related, one not. Yeah, exactly. Like well, it. walls, you know, they're. We're drive by walls sometimes. Yep. Sometimes that happens. All right. Um, that's it. All right. Well, we'll see you guys next time. All right. Bye. Okay. Later. Bye bye.